Hello, friends of Soul Kitchen. Thank you for listening to my podcast. My name is Jasper Mutsaerts. I'm an entrepreneur, adventurer, coach, and wisdom seeker. With Soul Kitchen, I interview people that inspire me. From TED speakers to social entrepreneurs, from activists to artists, from dreamers to seekers, from business people to spiritual teachers. With Soul Kitchen, I empower people to live their quest. And each episode contains a recipe for life. What is your quest? Hello, friends. Welcome to episode 37 on social entrepreneurship. Over the past decade, I've had the privilege to work with 500 social entrepreneurs, mainly through my work with the Impact Hub, with the Accelerator Program of Booking.com, World Wildlife Fund. And a few months ago, I was at a conference of Earth Charter International, an NGO in Costa Rica. And there I met a Japanese professor and university leader of Okayama University in Japan, he invited me to give a guest lecture on uh, on social entrepreneurship. And I've recorded the lecture for you and also translated it in an episode. And in this uh, lecture, I include a lot of case examples. So if you're considering setting up a social enterprise or if you're considering to create a positive impact in the world, this episode might be exciting for you. Enjoy listening. Hello, students of Okayama University in Japan. It's an honor to host this lecture for you on social entrepreneurship. My name is Jasper Mutsaerts. I'm from the Netherlands. I lived in Amsterdam for a long time. And nowadays, I am in Ecuador in the jungle in the Amazon region. And I'm giving this lecture to you from the Amazon region. I hope you will enjoy this, uh, this lecture and that you will learn a lot about social entrepreneurship. So first I will give an introduction of myself, then I will give an introduction of social entrepreneurship, then I will share a few case examples of social enterprises that I have worked with in my career, and then I will give you eight steps to create your own social enterprise, because I hope that some of you have the dream to become a social entrepreneur to make a positive impact on the world. So I'll give you eight practical steps on how you can set up your social enterprise. Then I will share three pitfalls or things that often go wrong with social entrepreneurs to help you to avoid making these mistakes. And then I will give some final conclusions on social entrepreneurship. So first of all, introduction of myself. My name is Jasper. I'm Dutch. I was born in 1986, so I'm 36 years old. And I've been working with around 500 social entrepreneurs so far, mainly through Impact Hub Network. And Impact Hub is a global organization of 100 locations where social entrepreneurs come together to create scale-up new enterprises. And we also have accelerator programs. And we often collaborate with partner organizations. So we had a program with booking.com on sustainable tourism we had a program with fashion for good on sustainable fashion we have a program with what design can do on sustainable design we've done a program with the world wildlife fund on uh, how to get plastic out of the ocean and we have a program called business model readiness 
where we help entrepreneurs to develop a business model. And then we have the investment ready program in which we help entrepreneurs to raise between $200,000 and $2 million so they can scale up to the next phase. And um, before I work with the Impact Hub, I've worked with McKinsey and Company as a strategy consultant for two years, in which I learned the foundations of business and strategy and corporations. And I've also founded a few companies myself. One is a travel company in the Netherlands called Bohemian Birds, which is the market leader for student travel in the Netherlands. So we empower young people to travel and explore the world. And I've also co-founded a company called Skill Hub, which is a co-working space for young enterprises where new companies can rent an office space and um, yeah, create new companies. So that's a little bit of my, my background. And um, I also lived in Costa Rica for eight months, in which I work with Earth Charter International. Earth Charter International is an NGO that provides an ethical framework for sustainability, leadership, and ethics. And a previous session that you have watched is with Miriam Valella, who is the executive director of Earth Charter International. So that's also a bit of my, my experience. And through a conference in Costa Rica, Earth Charter International, I met Okayama University, and that's why I'm hosting this lecture today. So what is social entrepreneurship? So social entrepreneurship basically means that you can solve a societal challenge through entrepreneurship and that you also make money while solving this challenge. So traditional corporations like Shell, for instance, an oil and gas company, they're mainly interested in creating value for their shareholders. And then there's NGOs that solve a societal problem, but maybe have a subsidy or they have a grant. But then the social entrepreneurship is an enterprise tackling a societal problem, but they also have a business model to sustain themselves. So that's social entrepreneurship. And why I am passionate about it is because I want to make the world a better place. And at the same time, I'm an entrepreneur at heart and I like to, to solve problems through sustainable business models. Um, the next thing is I will share a few examples of social enterprises that I've worked with so you can feel inspired of the options that are there. So the first example is Seabin. A Seabin is actually a physical bin that you can put in the harbor and then the plastic will go into the bin from the sea or from the harbor. And Seabin, um, I met Seabin during the program of Booking.com. It's an Australian company. And Seabin is now in many harbors around the world catching plastics from the ocean. And the innovation is that typically bins are on the land, but this one is in the sea uh, or in the harbor to catch plastic. So that's the first example. The second example is Ocean Cleanup. Ocean Cleanup was founded by a Dutch young guy who was frustrated that there's so much plastic in the ocean. And he founded the organization Ocean Cleanup with the mission to clean up all the plastic in the oceans. And he created this technical solution where plastic uh, uh, could be caught. But the initial solution was not necessarily uh, the best solution immediately. So then he created a system to also clean up 
plastic in, in the rivers. And he raised millions in dollars in funding and in crowdfunding from people that supported his mission to clean up the ocean. So that's an important lesson. If you have a strong mission, maybe people uh, come to you to support you. The third example is Dance Palace. Dance Palace is an organization that I've worked with and they want to fight loneliness. So a lot of people of 60 or 70 plus that live in places for elderly people, they feel lonely because maybe their partner passed away and their children only come once or twice a month. And Dance Palace organizes dance parties for elderly people. So they come to a place where elderly people live. Then they create music, they create a light show, they have a few DJs, and then the elderly people are invited to dance together, and then they feel less lonely. I think this is a beautiful example of a social enterprise, fighting loneliness, but they also have a business model because for each dance party, the people have to pay a little bit. And some social enterprises, they have a commercial model combined with a subsidy model so this organization also had some subsidies or grants the next example is desalinator so desalinator they try to change uh, salty water from the sea in drinking water so they have a technological innovation in which they can uh, translate seawater into drinking water and this is highly needed because in a lot of places on earth there is not enough drinking water and this technical solution is absolutely needed. Another example that I like is Awake. Awake is a company in Colombia and they connect tourism to sustainability because they attract travelers and they show them to tourist places where nature conservation is being done. And part of the revenues also goes to nature conservation. And their mission is really to protect the nature in Colombia. So these are some of the examples that I have uh, worked with in the past. And a question that you can ask yourself now is, what type of social enterprise would you like to create? And why would you like to create this specific social enterprise? Why are you passionate about it? Are you passionate about the problem that you're solving? Are you passionate about the solution that you found? Is it a completely new solution? Or is it something that is comparable to an existing solution, but you can make it slightly better? Like, why do you want to create this social enterprise? And would you like to create it on your own? Or would you like to do it with some other people? And do you need some, some capital to start? Or can you start for free? And, and what is the vision and the mission and what type of customers are you solving? So there's many questions that you as an individual have to answer before you can actually start and grow a social enterprise. And because I've worked with 500 social enterprises, I have analyzed some recommendations for you uh, to actually get started. So the first recommendation is to get clarity on your, uh, your purpose, on your life purpose. Like, why are you on earth? What is the legacy that you want to leave behind? What makes your heart tick? What drives you? What do you get energy from? 
what are you so crazily passionate about that you will do it even if you wouldn't make any money? So first you need to get clarity on your purpose and how you can do that. For instance, you could go to www.actualized.org and they have a beautiful life purpose course that um, yeah, really inspires you to, to dig deep into what your life purpose is. I'm actually doing uh, that course right now. And my purpose is really to empower people to live life to their full potential, to follow their dreams, to follow their heart. So if you have this idea of creating a social enterprise, of making the world a better place, I highly encourage you uh, to act on this dream. So that's actualize.org. The other resource that you can use is On Purpose of Jay Shetty. He's a famous podcast host in which you can find incredible resources to get closer to your to your life purpose. And then there's also an organization called the On Purpose Studio. It's based in uh, Portugal. And they have a course, Design Your Day on Purpose, to really make sure that every day you live life on, on purpose. So I think that's that's the first question that you have to answer before you dive deep into, oh, I want to start a business. I want to solve this problem. It's really important to do some inner research in yourself to find out what it is that you want to do. So that's step one. Step two is identify. And for instance, another purpose could be, I want to provide drinking water uh, to people everywhere. I want to improve the education system in South Africa. I want to improve the healthcare system in France. I want to make sure that people that lost their parents uh, still have an enjoyable childhood. I want to support people in healing from trauma. I want to make sure that everyone has food on the table. You know, there's many different purposes that, that can be very relevant. But it's good to start from a, from a place of your own heart. Then the second step is define the problem or find the problem that you want to tackle or that you want to solve. And a good place to start is to check the sustainable development goals of the United Nations, to check the 17 sustainable development goals and identify which of these 17 goals you are passionate about. For instance, around economic opportunity, around providing water for everyone, around transport, around healthcare. So what is the sustainable development goal that you want to tackle? And the United Nations has identified 17 of those. And then you can connect your specific purpose to the sustainable development goal that you want to uh, tackle. You can also take a look at the Earth Charter principles. The Earth Charter has 16 principles. And it might provide you with some inspiration on what is actually important to you? What matters to you? So the first two steps is define your life purpose and identify the problem that you want to solve. The third step of creating a social enterprise is to create a solution that people are actually looking for. So for instance, if you are very passionate about sports, and you care about refugees, 
you could say when refugees are in certain refugee camps around the world, but maybe for instance in East Africa, that's a that's a difficult and hard situation because they are in this transition in their life and they're in a refugee camp. But still, those people they would love to do sports and they would love to have some some joy in their life. So a solution that you could create is you create a sports club in refugee camps in East Africa. And you try to um, get the money together to create these sports clubs, to buy equipment, to buy uh, T-shirts and shoes. And I know a person, uh, he's called Jan van Heuvel, that has actually done this. So his organization is called klabu.org. And he creates sports clubs in refugee camps in East Africa and other places in the world. And he sells actually T-shirts and sports equipment in Europe and in other places to make money. And this money he invests in the sports clubs in the refugee camps. So he has connected a commercial model, a business model, to a kind of social objective to help people play sports when they're in the refugee camps. So this is step three, is to identify the solution uh, for your problem. Or another solution that you can create is a lot of corporations or companies, every year they measure how much money uh, they have made, but not everyone yet measures how much impact they have created or, or social impact. So you could create a, a measurement system to um, help companies measure the social impact, the environmental impact that they have made beyond the fact that they only made money for their shareholders. So that's a possible solution that you can create. Then step four is to create a vision. So you've identified your purpose, the problem, the solution. And now step four is the vision. And the vision needs to be compelling. So for instance, the ocean cleanup has a vision of plastic-free oceans. Um, and then Klabu, the example that I just mentioned, has a vision to have 30 sports clubs in refugee camps by 2030. Or uh, Elon Musk has a mission to make sure that we as humanity, we can live on Mars. We can live on another planet. So these are kind of long-term visions that you can have. So a question that you can ask yourself is, what is the vision for your social enterprise for the next 10 years? What is it that you want to achieve? Then step five is to define a strategy for your social enterprise. So first you need to identify which type of customer do you want to serve? And it's important to be very specific about this customer. So you could say, I want to focus on high school students in Tokyo, in Japan. Or you could say, I want to focus on CEOs of large corporations. Or you could say, I want to serve uh, people living in a slum in Nairobi. So be very yeah, clear about the customer that you want to, to solve, about the problem they have or the need, 
and then what your solution is and also be specific about your marketing channels uh, and also your services or products so what is it actually that you're offering that you're selling at what price and a recommendation that i have for you is to fill in the business model canvas it's a canvas with nine building blocks from customer to services to marketing channels to revenues to to the the team and the resources and the partners that you have and the investments that you have to make and the costs so it's a full overview of your your business model so you, you can create this business model and then you identify where are the customers uh, in which countries will I be active how do i approach my customers how do i serve them so cre you create a bit of a of a plan for your uh, social enterprise that's step 5 then step 6 is to create a team you need a team of people to make an impact if you do it alone Maybe you will get a burnout at some point. Some social entrepreneurs, they are so passionate about the problem that they want to solve and they work too hard and they do too much alone and then they get burnout. So it's very important that you have a team that is aligned on the same values, that has a similar vision and mission, but has a different skill set. So maybe one is a technical person, one is a design person, one is a business person, one is focused on the impact measurement. Maybe one is more introvert and the other is more extrovert. So you need to have a diverse set of skills. Um, but at the same time, it's very important that you're aligned on the, the vision and the mission and that you have a bit similar views on how long you want to do this. If one person wants to work 10 years on this and the other only wants to work for one year, then it's maybe a problem. You also need to discuss like what are your expectations around salary, do you want to work with investors or without investors? In what countries do you want to work? So it's very important to have alignment on these types of uh, uh, questions. Then step seven is the fundraising. Some companies need funding. So for instance, if you want to create sustainable cookies, maybe you need to develop the packaging. Maybe you need to develop a method to produce the cookies. Maybe you need to make a marketing brochure, a website. Then you need to create, uh, raise investment. So there's several options. So you can uh, do crowdfunding. So you can ask your friends and family to give money, to, to invest money in a crowdfunding. You can maybe ask a loan from a, uh, a bank uh, sometimes. You can approach angel investors. These are often entrepreneurs that have collected some money from their previous adventures. They're willing to invest in you. And if you're in a later stage, you can also work with venture capitalists. So they, they take um, a part of your business in exchange for money. So you have to negotiate about the valuation. How much is your company worth? And how many shares do you give away? Let's say 10%, 20% for how much money? And sometimes the investors, they also like to join your advisory board. And with investors, it's very important that you find investors that are aligned uh, with the values that you have. So they're mission-driven uh, with some sort of solution, but your investors, they only care about making money. Maybe that's not the best fit 
not the best combination, right? So it's very important to be aligned on your values. And then step eight is the execution. So the execution is actually doing and, and every day growing your business. And a lot of social entrepreneurs, they have a big vision, um, but sometimes they struggle with the commercial uh, part because maybe they find it difficult to ask money or to focus on sales. So it's important in, in, in making daily improvements that you find the right balance between idealism and also a pr pragmatic approach and, 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 and yeah, growing in terms of number of clients and number of, uh, of customers. So these are kind of the eight steps that you can follow uh, to create a social enterprise. So I'll re repeat them again. So step one, find your life purpose. Step two, define the problem, the societal problem that you want to solve, that you're passionate about to work on for a few years. Step three, identify the solution that you're going to offer. Step four, create a vision, a long-term vision. How do you want this company or this enterprise to be? For instance, I want to make sure that the, the oceans are plastic-free. Or I want to make sure that the, 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 the students in my neighborhood have a healthy lunch. Then you define your strategy. So who are the customers that you want to serve? What are your marketing channels? And what is your approach to growing your, um, your business? Then you look at your team, in which it's important that you have a diverse set of skills, but that you have similar values and, and mission that are behind the impact that you want to make. Then you look at fundraising how much money you need, what type of, of investors would suit you, whether you're uh, aligned on your mission and your values. And then the last step is the execution. You actually execute on the plan and um, uh, yeah, learn every day and improve every day. So these are kind of the eight steps to creating a social uh, enterprise. I hope you find it useful. And um, you can also ask yourself a question, where are you in your own journey? Have you already decided whether you want to become a social entrepreneur? Do you already know which problem you want to solve? Like, where are you in these eight stages? Pitfalls or the things that you want to avoid at any cost. Um, so the first one is a lack of balance between, let's say, work and life or work and well-being. A lot of social entrepreneurs, they're so passionate about the problem that they want to solve that they forget to care about themselves and then they get burned out. Or they pay other people's salary before they pay salary to themselves. And I think it's very important as a social entrepreneur to also really prioritize your own well-being because if, yeah, if you are not well, how can you create an impact? And there are so many examples the second pitfall is being afraid to ask for money. Some social entrepreneurs think that money is maybe evil or they don't like to charge money or they ask too little money for their services or for the effort uh, they put in. And this is something that ideally you're also avoiding because it, it's important to also have a commercial model a, uh, a business model for the things that you are doing. So that's the second uh, pitfall. And the third pitfall is maybe that people forget to focus on the data or they forget to focus on the uh, evidence. Uh, 
So they think they have a great idea, but there's actually not many people coming to the website or there's people coming to the website, but not many people are actually buying something. But because they're so passionate, so idealistic, so visionary, they forget to look at the real results and the, and the reality. So these are some of the pitfalls. So a lack of balance, a lack of focus on money, a lack of focus on, on data. And these are some of the pitfalls that you want to, uh, to avoid. Well, if you want to become a social entrepreneur, I, I think this, this lecture is a good uh, first step. And um, you, can, you can Google Impact Hub and see the programs they have worldwide. They have incredible programs on, on social entrepreneurship. There's also a lot of impact investors and a lot of social impact programs. So you can find maybe programs so you, you can be in cohorts of other uh, social entrepreneurs. You can always send a message to me. Um, my email is j.t.mutsarts at gmail.com. Uh, I will make sure you get my email address. So if you want to send me a question, you can always ask me anything. And if you're still wondering like what problem you, you care about, I would not rush into deciding uh, what type of social entrepreneur you want to become. I will really start with the life purpose course to really get to the core of your being to the core of your purpose, because only if, if your desire comes from your core purpose, I think you're going to be successful. So for me, I worked with McKinsey for two years with large corporations, such as oil and gas companies, insurance companies, banks. But I realized that it didn't make me happy. It didn't make my heart tick. So I realized that these purely commercial corporate environments is not for me. So I wanted to create an impact. But the impact that I want to make is on, on people. So some people want to create an impact on education or on environment or on income equality. But I want to make an impact on people. And I love to work with entrepreneurs that are on a mission to make the world a better place. So that's how I found my purpose to work with social entrepreneurs on helping them with their strategies and their vision, etc. And since I found my purpose, I work with 500 social entrepreneurs and it keeps coming because people also see that I'm enjoying it, I'm good at it. And that's a concept that I want to leave you with. I think it comes from Japan, actually. It's called the Ikigai. I don't know if you're aware of the Ikigai, but it's around finding the sweet spot between what you like to do, what you are good at, and what is actually needed in society and also what helps you to pay the bills. And if you're looking at this Ikigai concept and you find your sweet spot and you find something that is relevant for society, I think then you will have a magnificent career and you will can do so much good in the world. And I really wish you the best on your social entrepreneurship journey. And I hope you enjoyed this lecture, that you find, found it interesting. If you have any question, you can always send me a message. And I wish you the best of luck and success in your careers. Thank you very much.